Welcome back to Aseret, the Big Ten, the core, val- the core values of Judaism based on the Ten Commandments. And today in the seventh episode, we are going to focus on the fourth commandment, and that is Shabbat, sanctified time. Stephen Covey tells a story in his Seven Habits of Highly Effective People about a man who's walking down the road and he sees his friend Jim. And Jim is um, sawing down a tree. And he says to Jim, Jim, good morning. He says, good morning. How are you? Good, good. What are you doing, Jim? Well, I'm sawing down the tree. Okay, well, good luck with that. We'll see you later. And off he goes. When he comes back many hours later, he finds that Jim is still sawing down the tree. And he says, Jim, why are you still sawing down the tree? What are you doing? So Jim looks at him and says, as it looks, I'm sawing down the tree. He says, why is it taking so long? He says, it's taking so long. He said, did, did you stop to sharpen your saw? And Jim looks at him honestly and says, I haven't had time. And that's what Shabbat is. Shabbat is our time to stop and sharpen our soul. Because we can confidently say that never before has Shabbat been so needed because we are busier and more distracted than ever before. Rejuvenation is a necessary step in productivity. And taking the time each week on one day, the day of Shabbat, to remember, refine and realign ourselves with that which is important to us is essential. Shabbat is the Jewish day of rejuvenation. And as the famous Hebrew poet Achad Am said, more than the Jews have kept Shabbat, Shabbat has kept the Jews. So let's explore the Deber and try to come out with a core value in Judaism. This Deber, more than any other, is different in the two versions. The first version that we find in Parsha Dietro in, in Exodus speaks about Zachor et Yom HaShabbat Lekadsho. To remember the day of Shabbat, to sanctify it. And it tells us not to do any malacha work. We'll define that a bit more later. And it um, tells us remember that God made the heavens and the earth in seven days. And He rested and He blessed, the, blessed and sanctified the day of Shabbat. So should we. And on a literal level, what does it mean to remember the day of Shabbat? Many say, well, remember it constantly. Every day you should be preparing for the day of Shabbat. Remembering that it's coming, organizing your affairs in order that you should be able to abstain, not have to work on Shabbat. However, the Rambam, Maimonides says, it's referring, and this is based on the the Talmud, it's referring to the mitzvah of Kiddush. On a Friday night, 
and on a Saturday night, we lift up a, a cup of wine and we make a declaration, a special blessing. This blessing is called Kiddush, to, to sanctify, to make sacred. And in it, we mention the holiness of Shabbat and the fact that God did create this world in the in seven days. And we'll see as we explore the next version how God took us out of Egypt and how this day is exalted and holy and different from all the other days of the week. And we, by mentioning that, by making this declaration, we are fulfilling that which it says to remember the day of Shabbat, to sanctify it. So we remember it's not only in the beginning, the Kiddush, but also the Havdalah on a Saturday night is a way of verbally declaring its distinction. And um, if we look into the words Likadsho, to sanctify it, something which is Kadosh always has two aspects to it. On the one hand, it is removed, it is different, it is set aside, and on the other hand, it is set aside for a purpose. It is dedicated. Something dedicated has a kedusha, has a what we call a holiness. The word holy from in the English, the connotation is removed. However, we should never forget it. Yes, it's removed from the mundane, but what is its specific purpose? And um, that is what we are going to try to explore. Um, the second aspect of the Diber is the second version of the Diber in Parshas Vetchanan in Deuteronomy speaks about, first of all, Shemor et Yom HaShabbat Lekacho, to guard the day of Shabbat, not to, to sanctify it. So the first one is remember, Zachor, and this one is Shemor. And, um, over here it also says, do not do any malacha, do, do not do any work. However, here it says, why? Ki eved hayita be'eretz Mitzrayim. Because you were slaves in Egypt. And God took you out of Egypt in order to, um, to, to, to keep, to make the Shabbat. And the Ramban Nachmanides explains very simply, that as slaves in Egypt, we had to work every day against our will. And we were not able to rest. If we didn't want to work, we had to work. We were forced into work. And yet, God took us out of Egypt to be free. And so, Shabbat, this ability to take a step back, is actually a movement of freedom from not having to work, from not having to manipulate and change this world, we are free. Malacha is often translated as work, but more correctly, it really means changing and manipulating this world. The the place where we learn out what what defines that 
is from a very interesting place. It's, it's from the building of the tabernacle, of the portable temple, which the Jewish people were had to construct in the desert and later brought it brought with them into the land of Israel. It continued to be used for 400 years before the building of the actual stone temple. And in the verse, God speaks to Moses and he says, speak to the people and tell them, build this tabernacle for me. And the Torah is extremely lengthy in that. And yet he says, but you must keep my Shabbat because it's a sign between me and you throughout all generations that I have consecrated you. And um, Rashi explains, even though you might be very, you, you might be very anxious, you might be very excited to build the temple. Ah, however, Shabbat cannot be cannot be broken in order to build it. And that, in fact, as we said, the uh, Ramban explains, Shamor et Yom Shabbat. God, the day of Shabbat means you may not make it a mundane day, a weekly day. And from here we learn the what's called the Lamed Tes Malachas, the 39 categories of work on Shabbat. And these were the creative activities used to change and manipulate our raw materials, resources, um, in order to build the Shabbat. And that's what we abstain from. And the idea, almost very simply, almost in a literal sense, is very clear that, yes, God created a world, I like to say, 89.9% perfect. And he left 1.1% to humanity. And that's our job. Our job is to complete the creation, to bring it to an absolute state of perfection. God created the world in six days and then ceased from working on the seventh. Meaning God brought it to his level of perfection, to the degree that he wanted it to reach. And then he left it to us. And every seventh day, when we stop from trying to perfect this world, we are reminded of that. We are reminded that we're living in a world created by God. We're reminded that we have been given freedom in order to bring it to perfection. And we are reminded that our perfection, where we bring it also, it will be God-like. Right? Just like God ceased, there will come a day when we can cease from working in the world that we know it and go on to a higher realm. So Shabbat is moving from a state of doing to a state of being. And that's really the, the core value, the, the, the underlying principles of Shabbat that we should focus on, is what does it mean to be? And that means to shav, Shabbat, comes from the word to shevet, to rest, shav, to return, to realign ourselves with that which is important to us. And 
this total rejuvenation takes effect on all levels. On the physical, we know a Shabbat meal. Whoever, whoever, whoever hasn't had a Shabbat meal has never had a, a real meal. Right? The Shabbat meal is, uh, is delicious foods. People get dressed up in our best clothing. Um, we walk differently on Shabbat. We do not speak about our work on Shabbat. And we try to imbue our conversations with the words of the Torah. And we find a specific focus and guide to finding physical rejuvenation on Shabbat. Emotional and social rejuvenation is a beautiful piece written by Rav Shmuel David Lutzato, who says that Shabbat was given as one day in order that all people, the entire community, could gather together to eat and drink and speak to another and increase love between them. Shabbat is a day that we can connect. We can connect with family, with friends, face to face without any electronics or time constraints that our busy schedules make us so crazy during the week. And we have a qualitatively different experience of communication. Connecting eye to eye, face to face with our family, with our friends. Senator Joe Lieberman was once asked how he could Spend, uh, keep Shabbat, how he was Shomer Shabbat, a, a keeper of Shabbat while he was in, in Congress. And his answer was, I don't understand how you can't be a Shomer Shabbat, right? It's such a crazy world, there's so much to do. How can you not afford to take a day to stop, to connect with the people that are really important to you, your family, your closest friends, your, your community, and rejuvenate? Intellectual rejuvenation. During the week we are busy, we are, we are working, we are not free to stop to think often and engage in the in intellectual pursuits that we, we really should be involved in. And, and perhaps that's why the, the um, institution to read the Torah portion every week was, was made in order that Every Shabbat, when we have this time, as it were, what do we do with it? Well, we become intellectually rejuvenated. We read the Pasha, we, we discuss the Torah, we discuss why, where we come from, who we are, and where we are going. It's actually a beautiful explanation of the, the prayer services that, uh, that Abu Draham explains that on a, on a Friday night, we, we mention in our prayers the creation. On a Shabbat morning, we focus on the giving of the Torah. And on a Shabbat afternoon, the focus of the prayer is the times of the Messiah, the, Messiah, the Mashiach. And the Buddha says, that is the passage of Shabbat. It's the, where do we come from? We're living in a world created by God. What does that mean? On Shabbat morning, we are living in a world that 
God communicated with us and made a covenant with us. He gave us the Ten Commandments, the Torah. What does that mean? And then on Shabbat afternoon, this world is moving towards a day when God will be one and His name will be one. There will be perfection to the entire world. What does that mean for who I am and what I need to do with my life? And so we find rejuvenation on that level and even in terms of a spiritual rejuvenation. The Talmud tells us that uh, every person on Shabbat gets an additional soul. There's a de an additional level of connection, of awareness. Not only because we are not so busy and running around, but because Shabbat itself has a blessing, has a holiness, which makes it so much easier to connect that which is really important, to sense however way we go about doing it, God, and to contemplate Him and what that means in our life. And so, Shabbat is, of course, a core value of Judaism. What is the core value? Shabbat. Take a day. Sanctify this day. Bless this day. A day where we can totally rejuvenate. We can realign ourselves with that which is important to us, connect with the people that are most important to us, rejuvenate emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, physically, in order to remember who we are and where we are going, and in that way to elevate our entire lives. Thank you for listening.